Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands is a podcast for the go-getter, the visionary, the harmony seeker, and the life enthusiast who is ready to stop forcing and start flowing through life, love, and business in a way that is in alignment with his or her true self. Hosted by life coach and business strategist Jillian Bolands, this show will allow for you to energetically and logistically recalibrate through gratitude, inspiration and powerhouse pep talks Jillian style with a whole lot of truth and even more love. Join Jillian each week for morning empowerment talks, uplifting interviews, and the opportunity to create a life of fulfillment by discovering and stepping up as the true you. Let's shine. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. Oh, sisters. I cannot even begin to tell you how freaking excited I am about this conversation. My soul sister, Meg Haynes, is here with us. And I'm going to read Meg's like beautiful intro um, that you would see on paper. But I'm just going to say like the soul and the depth and the beauty and the sunshine that comes through her very soul and her beautiful smile is just the best. So I am going to present her to you like this, but then I'm going to present her to you. And that's so fun for me. So Meg Haynes is a spiritual teacher, healer, and creator of Divine Feminine Mastery. She is trained under world-respected teachers such as Doreen Virtue, Brian Weiss, John Holland, and Robert Holden. She is a freaking superwoman, you guys. She has received certifications in coaching, angel therapy, past life regression, Reiki one and two, and integrated energy therapy. Like girlfriend, got it going on in the energetic empowerment world. And she's been such an incredible resource and support for me. Um, and oh, by the way, she's a trained dancer and performer with a BA in musical theater from Emerson College. So she knows the place of my Massachusetts roots. And I love that. I love that we've got that connection. Um, you guys, Meg is passionate about helping women deepen their connection with the divine, honor their soul's calling, and to heal the blocks, preventing them from fully loving and living so that they can shine and serve in the ways that they're always meant to. And so, hey, Meg. <laughs> wow. Thank you. I'll so let much. you talk now. <laughs> oh, I love you. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for having me here. And it's an honor. You are totally sunshine in my life oh my and gosh, I love you. such a gift to my soul. So it is truly a pleasure. I'm so, so grateful that you're here. And friends, like, yes, Meg has all these incredible accolades. She's just like, she really is as cool as she sounds just based on those things. <laughs> but here's the thing. I love to bring to you, my listeners, people who have literally changed my life and who have helped me to change my life and helped me to know myself deeper. Um, if you've listened to me, if you follow me on social media, you know that self-discovery and self-love, like that is the forever journey I have committed to. And Meg has been a huge catalyst for me in really stepping into and understanding deeper my own personal divine feminine energy and just being able to tap into the energy and the guides and the signs that are around me. So Meg, first of all, just thank you. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for all that you've done for me and all that you'll do just within this conversation. I honor you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And I, you know, I really just think of myself as a hungry student, you know, so it's whatever, um, 
And I just offer this to anyone who's listening, whatever you're curious about, mm. whatever your, um, your heart kind of sparkles awake to, you know, just, just lean into it, look at it. That's really how I went on this journey was I was a student and was hungry to learn and to know more, um, not only about myself, but about this sacred connection that we all have and how to strengthen that. And it is a lifelong journey, you know, it's, it's reconnecting to who we truly are and um, releasing this story of who we are that we've held on to for years and, and the story of how the world works that we've, you know, just, it's so ingrained in us, mm -hmm. you know, in our own personal stories and then the collective stories that, um, that are around us. So, you know, this is, this has just been a fun journey of learning and exploration for myself and then sharing what I love and, um, just being in connection with amazing people like you. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I just want to ask you all the things. Um, and I know that my people will like <laughs> want to know all the things. So can you like start us off? So you got that like little creativity bite, right? And I love that you said that. Thank you for your comment on that. Like follow, follow your curiosity, you guys, like follow that like little intuitive sparkly hit about like, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. Like walk us through that. Like how do you step into the world of angel therapy and past life regression and understanding your own divine feminine within you? And I want you to specifically go into that sacred connection that you talked about. I'd love to hear just your, your maneuvering through that. And then like, what are these things? Why were you drawn to them? Yeah. No, and Next I always 16 questions for you, sister. You got, you got all that? <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll find my way through. I'll find my way through. <laughs> I'll, um, you I'll hand it over. I'll hand it over to my angel team. Perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, like what's an angel team? Like, let's talk about all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always joke around that, um, but it's totally true. You, I think you go on the spiritual path because you're curious, desperate, or both. Mm. And so I, I went on my journey more out of the desperation side, but total curiosity was there as well. Yeah. And for me, and that was back in high school. Yeah. So there was a lot happening at that time in my life, a lot of sickness, a lot of family members really struggling, um, people that I love dearly passing away. And it was almost like the rug was being ripped underneath me, yeah. um, my solid foundation. And I really, I'm, I'm so blessed to say that I really had a beautiful childhood yeah. and I have such a loving and supportive family. And so when all of that started to unravel and I'm, and I'm a person, especially and all my empaths listening will relate to this. Mm -hmm. Like I need to feel grounded and I need to feel like home wherever I am. Yes. So when that sense of home was, was being dissolved, mm -hmm. um, it, it was, it was terrifying for me and it brought into question just what happens if everyone that I love leaves yeah. and what is there after this yeah. planet, you know, is there more or are we worm food? Like, what is it? You know, and I grew up Catholic, but I didn't connect in that way. Um, I felt more of a connection you know, in the woods, mm -hmm. <laughs> in my fort, you know, yeah. that I built by myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm a child, so. 
<laughs> no, you didn't. You had your angel team there. You just I didn't did. know what to call them. <laughs> it was also just a side note. It was a really, um, <laughs> it was a really sweet and pathetic fort. There was no like elevation. There was no, um, you know, like wood beam. It was one log and some sheets that I attached to trees. So I you love know. it imagination and curiosity. Yes. You know, we'll make anything happen. Um, but yeah, I was, I was really, really struggling and, and, you know, all of my classmates at that time were just, you know, going through normal high school things. And here I am trying to navigate death and dying and what that means. And, and, um, I got to this point after, you know, trying different avenues that I was just so desperate and, my mom said that there was this woman that she had heard of that worked with crystals and, and energy and essential oils. And I was like, I really don't care what it is. I just want to do it. So like, if it's going to make me feel better, I don't care. Um, and I also collected crystals when I was growing up. So right. none of that was too strange for me. Yeah. Um, and I remember being in her office after a couple of times going in and she asked me, do you believe in angels? I was like, yeah, I'm Catholic. <laughs> right, right. And she was like, well, there's some angels in the room with us right now. And there's Jesus and Mother Mary. And I was like, oh, man. Like, I was really, really starting to like her um, <laughs> and really feeling like she was going to help me. And then, <laughs> um, And now we're having a tea party with people I can't see, dead, dead spirits. This is weird. Um, and I just had this moment of like, it's almost like going through a trance mm -hmm. and I felt, and I knew, um, because as empaths are feeling and knowing are very interconnected, mm -hmm. Jesus hugging me mm -hmm. and embracing me. And it was these downloads of everything is okay and you are so loved and all there is is love and there's no fear. And it was just this channeling of messages as I'm being held in this space that I've to this day never felt that much unconditional love yeah, yeah. ever in that it condensed in that moment. It was like a high frequency love bubble. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember leaving there and going to my car and just sobbing yeah. because I felt, oh my God, there is something after yeah. this. There's something so much more than what we're seeing and what we experience. And if I can tap into that every single day, I think I'll be okay. Mm -hmm. I think I'll be healed. So then it just went into, okay, well, I want to learn more about angels and I want to learn more about these ascended masters, yeah. you know, and I want to, I want to study that. I want to learn about energy. I want to learn about how to, how to bring bridge the gap mm -hmm. between, you know, this world that we live in and what we're really part of and what we're really connected to. And, you know, using, using crystals, using cards, connecting to, in nature, you know, working with our angel team. I'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, all of that's just, it's, it's just tools, the tools, right. the resources we have right. to remind us of who we really are. Um, some we resonate with, some we don't. It doesn't matter what it is that we're, we're choosing. 
just that we're, we're finding something that, that works for us and that serves us. Right. Right. And, and it's I, getting us there. And I love that so much because I think people get, you know, they, we have, we get like red alert, right? Like when you hear yeah. like when, when Jesus and, and mother Mary, they all show you, you're like, come on, like, I'm not really connecting to like that religion, but right. it's like, for me, there's a difference between religion and yeah. and spirituality. And I love, I love religion because it gives us an outline, but it's man created right. based off what people were feeling and what works for group, for large groups of people. But I, my personal belief is that we all have our own intuitive connectedness that yeah with spirit in our own sacred way. And I think that that like gleaning light on that and talking about that and making that more of a, more of a norm just to even consider is so powerful. And, and I know for me and just speaking for myself, it was really freeing to acknowledge like, Oh, I just, I connect differently and I feel a little bit differently and I don't subscribe to these rules, but I do know what I feel. And I do know what I really love to kind of like think about and I love I, I know what I love to feel connected to in my own way. So yeah. I, I just think it's really powerful to be able to just say that. Yeah. And you know, I think even there was a lot of healing that I had to do around around those figures. Like poor Jesus got a bad rap man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is on my um is on my spirit team for he sure. Is. Oh uh, Mother is. Mary and Mary Magdalene like Girlfriends are both like, they actually both showed up for me last night in a massively epic way. And I'm so grateful. And, but just to be able to even say those words and know what I felt, Mm -hmm. it just feels so different than for me to be like, well, I sat there and I prayed 10 Hail Marys and like, there's nothing wrong with that. I just didn't connect as deeply with that absolutely as I do with saying like, oh, I felt their presence. Like they showed up for me um, because they're on my team now. Right. Right. And I think it's about, you know, creating a relationship that's independent of anybody else's relationship or thought process about these guides for us. It's like, I wanted to have my own relationship. I wanted to connect with them in my own way. And they want that for us too, because someone telling you who Jesus is or Mother Mary is doesn't you you can't even begin to know mm-hmm. the depth and the power and the love that they have for you yeah. but if you can welcome them in or whoever it is for you buddha kuan yin you know isis the goddess yeah. <laughs> i always have to say that um but you know whoever is resonating with you it's just welcome them in invite yeah. them to the table say, I want to, I want to feel you. I want to, I want to know more about you. I want to build a relationship with you because all they want to do is help us. All they want to do is remind us of how loved and, and sacred we are. Just so you know, you may hear my five-year-old yelling in the background. (laughs) Just going to call it. We're just going to call this real life. Um, So let me ask you this. How do you build a spiritual team? Do we have guides and angels that have been assigned to us? Do we get to pick like, hey, like this goddess seems like she's right up my alley. I want her on my team. Like kind of like picking the dodgeball team. Like how do we navigate that? And then what do they do for us? Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, there are definitely guardian angels that we've had that were assigned to us, Mm -hmm. you know, to help us with our life mission and our healing and um, our journey. You know, of course, we have loved ones that um, come back to help us as well as, you know, sometimes they're off doing their own healing and their own evolution because it's like, we're just, this is earth school. So we're in earth school right now, (laughs) but there's like many different schools. We never stop learning and growing and evolving as souls. Um, so, you know, there are many different, um, personal angels that we have assigned to us. And then there are just tons and tons. And I mean, I think it's infinite, the energies that are available to us, um, that are here to help. And there, you know, I think we tend to have a natural inclination or a natural pull to certain ones, maybe for our entire life, or maybe at certain times, you know, I've had, um, people that I'm really, really connected to it. Like at one moment in my life. And now I don't feel as much of a pull from, like, I don't need their energy as much, um, for support. Um, but they're there, you know, and it's, we can, they're always available to us and we can call on them at any time. So powerful. Oh, thank you for sharing that. So I guess like the moral of the story is just tapping into what feels good to you. If grabbing your rosary and, and reciting the prayers helps you to feel more connected to your spiritual team, do that. If grabbing mala beads, if sitting there in meditation, if writing a note to, you know, your, your goddess of choice or your, your spirit, your, your energy of choice, like it just give yourself the moment to ask yourself what it is that you, that you do feel connected to and then honor that. I think that was the biggest thing for me. A hundred percent. And, you know, I think to remember as well that all of these beings have nothing but unconditional love for us. So when they come into our life and, and sometimes we, uh, oftentimes we project our own conditions yes. onto them, like, Oh, Archangel Michael is going to be like mad at me because of this or, Oh, I'm, I don't want to bother them because they're busy with other important things. It's like, they're infinite. (laughs) They're, they're, um, you know, as as we are, but they're, you know, their vibration and and their ability to access that kind of energy is like, they can be with us at at any time, big or small. And if, our joy is being compromised, then we're not truly showing up in our highest vibration. And that is what the world needs. And I remember being in a yoga class and I was in Shavasana and I was so annoyed throughout the whole class. I was just like having one of those days. Yeah. And um, I'm sure we've all been, been through. And I remember laying on the mat and saying, Archangel Michael, what the frig is my purpose? Because I do not know. Yeah. Um, and at that time, you know, I was studying all these modalities. I'm trying to figure out what is, what am I supposed to do with all this and yeah. where am I supposed to go? And he just, in his very sassy <laughs> and loving way said, Megan, joy is your purpose. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's it. <laughs> like, are you kidding? <laughs> There's gotta be more. There's gotta be more to that. Okay. Joy. And what? And he's like, joy. When you are in joy, you are in service. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in the holiest of ways. 
It's so, so powerful. Oh my gosh. It's, it's not so much. I think we get so caught up in like what we do mm. because that's, that's what we're trained. You know, our, our value is in doing. So we get so caught up in like, what am I here to do mm-hmm. rather than like, who am I here to be? Oh my gosh. Thanks because, for naming this podcast. <laughs> that's going to be it. <laughs> Yay. But I mean, but seriously, you know, the, the barista who greets you every day with a smile and, and, and looks into your eyes and, and helps you to like feel loved and seen and, and, and valued in that one exchange versus the coach who like pushes, pushes, pushes. Then it's like, okay, uh, all right, well, well, time's up and uh, we'll talk next week and uh, go do that homework. Like what is, what is the impact? What is the connection? What is the heart you want to bring to the world? It doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter your profession and doesn't matter your, it's like, what is the impact you want to make in your world? How do you want to show up? Because that is, that's serving the world more than anything else that you could be doing. Yes. Amen, sister. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for describing it. Cause I think, I think even that, like that is, that's everything. And that's all around us all the time, but we get caught up in like, but how do I, how do I know? And it's like, we we know, we know, remember that joy, remember your quickest way to joy and be there and then ask for support. Yeah. So yeah. while we're here and kind of talking about joy and purpose and things like that, I'd really love to steer us into talking about divine feminine. This yeah. has been a, I know like you just went, yes, like this is like, like <laughs> your, your juicy, like most delicious topic. And I love hearing you just talk about the divine feminine. Yeah. I, I want to ask you, what is the divine feminine? How can we tap into it? How can we best honor it? What have we been doing to shy away from it. And of course we all have our own individual stories, but kind of as the collective consciousness within all of us right now, not even just women because the divine feminine is within all of us, especially within this world where we're living in such that patriarchal society of grind and push, but we can feel it. We we can feel the women rising. We can feel the feminine rising right now. Mm -hmm. So can you just riff on that? Like tap in, go wherever, go wherever you want to go. Cause I just love whatever nuggets ever fall out of your mouth, especially when it's about the divine feminine. Yeah. Well, first I'll say that, um, she is someone that she is an aspect. I, I'm going to refer to her almost as if she's another person just because it's easier. But, um, you know, and I'm still very much a student of, of, of her and of her teachings. And I will forever be a student of her teachings. So, you know, defining her in a, in a, first of all, she's like, I don't, I'm not defined. I'm not definable. (laughs) She's like tap, Um, tap, tap on your shoulder. Like, can we just make sure to clarify? (laughs) Yeah. But it's, I, I, I see her as an energy that exists in all of creation Mm -hmm. and, and in each of us, that is the highest form of that, of that feminine energy. Mm -hmm. So in its, in its highest form and its truest power, that is the divine feminine and the divine feminine to me is really just this 
sacred reconnection mm. with all of life. It's this intuitive way of living. It's, it's the being part of us, you know, yeah. the masculine is focused on doing the, the feminine is really part focused on being and cultivating relationships and, and enjoying this life experience, mm -hmm. you know, nourishing ourselves, experiencing pleasure, being present for the moments that are around us, living intuitively, um, and in collaboration with other, with other people, you know, and, and, and really celebrating community and strengthening community. And that's why you're seeing all these sisterhoods and tribes and like, I want to find my tribe. That's the divine feminine bringing you, bringing you back to that sense sense of I don't I'm not going through this life alone which the masculine is about you know that that I have an intention I have a path and I'm on and I'm set on the path to to that goal mm -hmm. and that's important I want to like really be clear here and say because I because we've swung the the scale all yeah. the way yeah yeah, yeah yeah we're now in in an in a wounded masculine and that's the patriarchy. It's like the wounded masculine. So there's a lot of feeling of like fighting against that. But remember that that's masculine. Any like fight is masculine. Yeah. And so if you're seeing movements where people are fighting against, they're using their masculine <laughs> to try to communicate their, the feminine. Yeah. Um, and so we have to really look at that and, and be mindful of that because if you, if you bring like masculine to masculine, you're going to have a dog fight on your hands. Yeah. And it's not about shaming the masculine. It's about bringing him back into balance. It's about empowering him to be his highest self. Mm -hmm. But we, in order to do that, it's like we have to swing the scale the other way. So it's not the future is female. Mm -hmm. The future is, is, is whole. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's feminine and masculine working together in harmony. And so that's not just a gender thing. Um, it's an energy thing. It's how we show up. Are we in balance within ourselves or do we tend to lean more masculine here? Do we tend to lean more feminine? We're seeing it in our relationships. And I was having a conversation with my girlfriend and we were saying that we're in a really interesting and um, new time. And it, there, it's, it's kind of delicate to navigate. When, when my grandparents were here, those mm -hmm. roles were very defined. Mm -hmm. The man worked, the mm -hmm. woman stayed home. Maybe she worked a little bit, you know, the secretary in his office or something. Mm -hmm. Like my grandmother worked as a secretary for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But mostly my grandfather worked and she stayed home and was a caretaker. And then my mom's generation, you know, she was like this working woman in the workforce. Mm -hmm. And she was, and she and her generation, I think, and obviously there, there are, um, not this doesn't fall under the category for everybody but for her you know and for a lot of my friends mothers you know it was this i can do anything i can do it all mm -hmm. i'm mm -hmm. superwoman i can have that corporate career and i can be a mom and i can be the head of the pta and i can do all these things yeah. and now and now we are are 
want to feel empowered and we want to feel in our power and to be doing our work in the world and to feel that sense of purpose through what we're doing. But we also want to be so present for our lives and for these moments. And what's happening is like throughout all that process too, the, our, our men don't know their role anymore and we don't know our role. So we're stepping on each other's boundaries and we're, we're, we as women are slipping into our masculine, which is then you know, causing this imbalance and we're not connecting and we're not really relating to each other. And, and it's because we don't know what, what it looks like yet. So if anybody's feeling like you're going through this funky stage in your marriage or your relationship, or you're trying to like figure out like your roles, just know that we're collectively going through that right now. Yeah. Trying to figure it out. But I, I think part of it is, is navigating, you know, when do I, when do I want to take the lead and when do I want someone else to lead me and starting to have those conversations? I think the word want there is so powerful. I personally just went through a huge awakening with this and, um, even within the relationship with my husband, like, and I took a lot of things, you know, I carried a lot of things that I saw within my parents. And so for me, I, and I'll share this you know, loosely in respect to my marriage, but like my, I had always really loved assuming that role of, I can do it. I can do it. And I'm going to make this my responsibility. And so, um, my husband and I kind of had an interesting expectation that we set for ourselves in terms of what I was going to be producing financially for the family. Um, so that we could be working collaboratively both from home, both within my business. Um, my business, right? Like mine. And, Mm -hmm. and what I discovered was I was trying to function within that masculine, like, all right, I said I was going to do it. So, and I, of course I can do it. I know I can do it. I've always been able to do it. Give it to me and I can handle it. And so it was grind and it was forced and it was go and it was push. And then I tried to hand him off some of more of like the, the being responsibilities and like, I need you to do this so I can get work done now. And it just, it, it caused that imbalance. And so he's trying to like provide and do the masculine providing. But I also was, again, I was also was pushing saying, no, I want to do it. I can do it. I don't need you to do it. I can do it. And so I had this realization as I started to get angry about that. And it was the fact that like, I don't want to do that all anymore. And I actually want those more calm, quiet moments to A, just be with myself, but also be super present with our children and actually allow him to take care of me. Yeah. So interesting dynamic there. And it took a lot of onion layer peeling, like a very lot of onion layer peeling. But essentially I recognize like I, I have been thwarting your masculine by me trying to show up as the masculine, but I've been showing up in that wounded state. Yeah. And my point in sharing all of this was that like, of course I can do it. Of course I can. Like we are women, hear us roar, right? Like, of course we can. Right. I think it's the most highest, most powerful moment in that divine feminine when you say, of course I can do it, but I want someone else to do it. I want that partnership. I want 
that collaboration. I don't want to do it all. I want to let the masculine do his thing so I can do my thing. Like, right. so I, sh- I share because to give ki- kind of some substance, like an actual story to this mm-hmm. amazing, like ground you're breaking through right now. I just think it's so important that we recognize that. Yeah. Well, and thank you for sharing your story because I think, you know, these stories and I have very similar ones, you know, like I I grew up with, with my mom who is just like, I'm going to do it all and I can handle it all. Mm -hmm. And so I see myself slipping into that same role. And really what it comes down to is that is, wow, like I don't trust. Yeah. I don't trust that my partner will have my back. I don't trust that I can depend on him, truly depend on him. Yeah. And I think we, we, we have, done that both to each other like as as in our partnerships in our marriage it's like is we we have stopped trusting each other and stopped trusting what each other is capable of and stopped trusting that we can depend on each other because we've been hurt or we've experienced that that distrust and so we carry those stories and those experiences in those expectations and into our own relationships um and this is any relationship but you know in in, in the context of what we're talking about, um, it's part of, part of the healing is, is, is learning to reconnect with each other, learning to trust each other, learning to build each other up so that we are both the highest versions of ourselves. And that is why we come into relationship with each other. Right. It's not just like, you do the marriage thing, you do the kids thing, like, and then you, and then you die. Yeah. It's like, no, we, the, re, the whole point of partnership is because is so you can have someone who is mirroring back to you, mm-hmm. your healing yeah, and you can grow and evolve as a soul. Mm-hmm. And it's also for you to deepen your capacity for love. Yes. Yes. And to experience heaven on earth with another human being. Yes. So how do we do that? How do we start tapping into that? What do we have to recognize first so that we can make the shifts that we want to make? Yeah. Great question. So, I mean, I always start with, look at what's not working. (laughs) Look, you know, notice where things are feeling a little funky and do some investigative work there for yourself. Like, okay, I'm, I, I realize in this conversation, I am having an expectation for my partner to do this a certain way or do these chores and he doesn't do them. And when he doesn't do them, I feel resentful and I just take it on as my responsibility. Like start to understand not only the thought patterns and the stories that you have around, around these things, mm-hmm. but then how, how your behavior is, is mirroring that and like reinforcing that. Right. And maybe, okay, well, what could I do instead? I could ask if he would be able to do the dishes. Yeah. Not in a demanding way, not in a, in a, I'm going to ask you and you're probably going to say no, or you're probably going to get an attitude about it. Let's not set them up for failure here. Like, hello. (laughs) Like, hey, I'm running late today. Would it be possible if you could just, you know, throw some of those dishes in the dishwasher? Thank you so much. And I think it's about also like, you know, presence is a a big core piece to her teaching. And it's of 
course, her first invitation of what I talk about. But it's like, can you reconnect with your with your partner or your children or your parents or whoever it is? Can you look at them? Can you practice looking at them and seeing not the story of who they are, mm-hmm. who they are in this moment? Mm-hmm. And finding something that you really love and cherish about them. And if you can start to relate and connect in that way with them, yes, you're gonna like completely transform your relationship. Forget about therapy you know of like trying to connect it's like you're doing that you're like I I choose to see you with fresh eyes I choose to see you with with love what are the and and just paying attention to them maybe it's like the way that they like scratch their nose or or a weird like side smile that they do or like just some little idiosyncrasy like because here's the thing that's the thing that you're gonna miss yeah the things that are annoying you and driving you nuts, like that is the thing that you are going to miss Mm -hmm. because we're not guaranteed relationships forever. You know, we have a, we have a finite time in this, in this body and in this life experience. So freaking enjoy it. Enjoy each other, savor each other. It's not always easy. And I'm going to like say that totally knowing that some days it's, it's hard. And some days you're like, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) And, and that's just, that's inventory of like, wow, here I am. Here I am with this. Why? Yeah. Why am I here? What is, what is, what have I not allowed for myself? What have I, what truth have I not spoken? Mm -hmm. What have I not asked for that I'm expecting others to show up and heal for me or do for me because I'm, I'm afraid of rejection. I'm I'm afraid someone's going to say no. So I don't ask and I just hope and pray. Mm -hmm. No one's mind reader. So they're not going to do it. And then that that resentment builds, you know? So it's like, we don't even need to do all that. We can just connect and, and, and really make our, relationships with each other sacred and important and and just show up as better people for each other yeah I think that's it right like trust the energy that you're feeling trust the energy that you want to assume and then trust that when you stand in that power for yourself your partner or your friend or your sibling or parent they get to also stand within the power that they want to and and allow for that collaboration allow for that momentum to build starting now, not starting back with all of the memories and all of the things, but starting now. I have goosebumps all over my body right now. Can you, I know, right? Like, hello, hands (laughs) in the air. Can you, I know that you slipped it in um, just beautifully and naturally because that's, it is what you teach and I know it, but you said this is the first invitation of what I teach. Would you Mm -hmm. be willing to kind of go there? Um, Because you do, you have these incredible invitations that you teach about the divine feminine and this is this is your your life's work would you just describe to us what an invitation is and what the power is and just kind of how you came up with your invitations and and what it is that you teach to the world so that women can grasp a hold of these truths for themselves 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know, I came up upon this work because I was stuck in my own masculine mode of hustling and, um, I was doing life coaching at that or spiritual coaching, um, at that time. And I had structured my business as I had seen other people structuring them. So, you know, access to me 24 seven and like all these calls and which, by the way, if anybody has that and you're burnt out, you're probably an empath and <laughs> maybe you want to maybe want to rethink that. Yep. Um, you're going to give a lot more value if you're, you're not giving everything. Yep. Um, and, but I, you know, I had just gotten married and this is about two years ago. Um, two years ago on Sunday. <laughs> oh, anniversary, uh, you guys. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so really like high moment of my life. Yeah. And then I, and I'm originally from the East Coast where we're making our journey back home. Yeah, yeah. In the next couple months. Yeah. But I, we came back to California. I was like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. And I had to go back into my business and I didn't know where that was going. And I was so burnt out. And that was at the same time of the, of the 2016 election. So it was like one after the other, after the other. And, and I just, everything started to, again, dissolve around me. And I was having panic attacks and I was feeling overwhelmed and I was crying and not sleeping. And, um, I thought that there was something, it was, it was so, I can always like point to, oh, this is because I'm not doing this or right. Right. Um, I couldn't point the put, point it all together. I couldn't put it together as like, oh, this is what this is. So I thought, oh, wow, maybe there's something medically going on for me. And I remember going and doing some tests and it was like nothing, nothing. And then I went to the acupuncturist and I was just, she was just asking me questions and talking. And I, I was just telling her about what was going on. And she's like, wow that's a lot. And I just started crying, like sobbing because it was, I just need like someone acknowledged the weight that I'd been carrying and the responsibility that I had put on my shoulders that, and, and all of the space I was holding for everyone else and not myself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I basically took a couple months off of my business and was able to Mm -hmm. and, and dissolved it. And, um, in that process, I kept hearing words like presence, nourishment, pleasure, Mm -hmm. ease, Mm -hmm. grace, and all of these things. I was like, yeah, yes, I, yes, I want that. Yeah, no, I need to work on that. Oh yeah. And mind you, I had been, because I was so outwardly externally focused which is the masculine I had cut off from my intuition so having this time where my body totally shut me down thank you body Mm -hmm. to get me to listen Mm -hmm. I was downloading all of these messages that at the time I didn't realize were messages um, and invitations Mm -hmm. of the divine feminine Uh, even when I heard the word divine feminine, I'm like, oh, wow, that's really lovely and beautiful. I didn't realize like, oh, oh, (laughs) that's a thing. (laughs) This is, this is like, yes, this is, this is the work. So, um, 
I call them invitations, not rules, because she's not defined by rules. And she, <laughs> she there's so much more flow in the way that she um, flow is one of her invitations. Um, but these invitations are really just a blueprint and a, and, and a guidepost for you to live your life intuitively, to and joyously, you know? Um, so they're, they're like doors mm. that open. And we, you know, in my program, Divine Feminine Mastery, we go through 12 and then we start over and go through them again. And it's like, you can keep coming back to presence and you're never done with that learning. Right, There's right. always so much more to learn with presence and always so much more to learn about your resistance to being present mm -hmm. and almost always so much more um, that can be healed and released through opening to that invitation. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it, it asks us really, how do I want to live my life? Mm -hmm. You know, what is it all for? If I'm working, working and so future focused on, I have to reach this goal and I have to achieve this and I have to have all the seven figures and the house and the, you know, successful business and all these like things and titles. But why? Yeah. You know, why, why do you need those to, to prove the worthiness of who you are? And why do you need those things? Like all of those things we, they're just, they're there so we can enjoy them. Money yeah. is here for us to enjoy it and to use it. Mm -hmm. It's just a tool. That's yeah. it. It's just a tool like your crystal. Yeah. Um, but can you enjoy life when money isn't there? Mm -hmm. Yes, because all of the greatest things in life don't require money. Yeah. Your child's smile when they look at you in the morning, mm -hmm. first thing when they wake up, mm -hmm. doesn't cost money. Yeah. The most beautiful sunset in the world doesn't cost money. Yeah. Like there's so much more to life that we are missing because we are externally focused on the things that we're supposed to have that our culture tells us we need to have in order to be happy. Right. And, the, and the truth is our soul is already happy. Yeah. Our soul is joy. Our soul is peace. Our soul is love. Our soul is freedom. We have all of these things within us. So if we can stop looking outside of us and start fostering a relationship with that within, yeah. then guess what? Our whole life opens. Yeah. We then end up creating more miracles and having more abundance. Right. And our business takes off because we are in alignment with, right. with, with all of that. Right. Right. Exactly. Oh my gosh. It seems so simple. So why do we forget? Because we've, we've been training in a, in, in a different way. It's, mm -hmm. it's almost like I think of it, I like to think of things in a very tactile way that I can physically relate to. Yeah. I'm right handed. Mm -hmm. I've, and I've spent my entire 33 years on this planet, like practicing that. Yeah. If I were to start using my left hand, that would be so wonky yeah. and it would be really difficult because the, I'm not used to using this hand. The nerves are not fired and wired in the same way. Right. <laughs> like right. all of the muscles, like they're not, not at, they don't have the coordination 
that the right hand does. Right. And it's the, it's the same with, with, you know, creating a new practice. And that's why it, it's called a practice. And that's why it's going to be wonky. And that's why you're going to have days where you nail it and days when you fail it. And it's totally okay. Yes. You know, it's like, can I, can I love myself yes. through it all? Oh my gosh. Like, it's just so amazing because it's, it is, it's right there. It's just giving ourselves the opportunity to circle around back to the beginning, like to be curious and then to start practicing what, what feels good within what we're finding out in that curious state. Yeah. Yeah. And what is our relationship to these words? Like, especially for women, pleasure, Mm -hmm. the invitation of pleasure has a lot of energy around it. Mm -hmm. A lot of charge because we've been told a lot of things of what pleasure is. Pleasure is frivolous. Pleasure yeah. is bad. Yeah. Pleasure is evil. Pleasure is, you know, not, it's work is, work is more important than pleasure. Yeah. Well, pleasure, I think, is the acknowledgement, the appreciation of God in all things. Mm-hmm. That chocolate croissant. Is it, is it really about the calories? Is it really about the sugar? Is it really about that? Or is it like, wow, this was created and it's delicious. And can I just enjoy it and stop thinking about what it, whether I should be eating it or not? Right, right. Can I, can, like, this, is, this was created by the hands of someone who had this gift and this ability yeah. to pour love into something. Yeah. You know? Our partners, do we actually, when our partner gives us a hug or gives us a kiss, are we actually fully receiving that? Or we're like, hey, yeah, have a great day. Yeah. You know, when we're, and I think we can, the, the invitations are like, how can we cultivate more of this in our life? Mm-hmm. So maybe pleasure just starts off as adding a few candles to your to your dinner table and putting on some music. You know, one thing I really celebrate about my husband and I think that he teaches me is, is about creating experiences. You know, it's like if we're, if he's making pizza, he's not just making pizza. It's an event. Yeah. Like like Pavarotti or like the, the Godfather playlist (laughs) playing on the radio. He's, he has his Chianti in his small glass. He's, he's got the towel over his shoulder. Like it's, it's an, it's an event like, and the candles are lit and, and the presentation, like everything is so attention to detail and it's not, it's not to just do it. It's to, to create an experience that you're going to remember forever. And that's the thing. When we look back on our life, we're going to ask, did I really live it? You know, was I really present? And I guarantee you, you're never going to look back at the end and go, oh man, I wish I sent out more blogs. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you know, I wish I made, I wish I made like a hundred thousand more dollars. If I made that hundred thousand, that would have really like, you know, if we're going to be thinking about these snippets and these moments, like a perfect fall day in New England and where we were in, in that moment, we're going to be thinking about, you know, Christmas mornings with our kids. Like we're going to be thinking about these, these real everyday moments, not these extraordinary moments. We're going to be thinking about the real everyday ones. And so if you can make the real everyday ones 
the richest moments that they are, guess what? You will live wealthy and abundantly for the rest of your life. Oh my gosh. Like, I hope you all are drooling listening to this because I'm like, yes, sister. Like my soul is like doing such a happy dance right now. Meg, okay. Where can people who are so interested in these invitations, who are interested in you and in the way that you serve and connecting with your community, if they want to learn more about Divine Feminine Mastery, where can they find you? Yeah. So they can go to my website. So it's meghaines.com slash Divine Feminine Mastery, all one word. Or you can just go to meghaines.com, work with me. It's all there. Um, and on Instagram, that's kind of my jam. Um, if I have a social media jam, I'm in that, I'm in that delicate dance of being present on social and then being present for my life. Yeah. So, you know, some days I'm really, really tuned in there and some days I'm, I'm tuning into my life and I, and I really love that, that dance and I'm fine tuning it. Um, but, uh, that my Instagram is meg.m.haines, H-A-I-N-E-S. Mm-hmm. And um, every Monday I do an angel reading for the week. It just helps us set an intention for what it is we're, um, we're cracking open to this week, what, what we can practice during the week. So it gives us, um, I'm not so much about, and even when I did angel readings, it's not about like, forecasting the future. It's about how to live more deeply into this moment. Yeah. I love reading that. I look forward to that every Monday. Like it's just, and I love the way that you present it too. There are so many people that do work that is exactly like mine, exactly like yours, but like it's just, it's, we've all got our own spin on it. We've all got our own way, you know, like we do the same thing, but we do it so differently. And I just love the words that you use. I love the tenderness and the compassion and just the truth that you come out and it's just such a white shiny light. Anytime you post something, I'm like, excellent. I need my Meg time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, likewise, I love likewise. it. Your, your feed is always sunshine to me. True yeah. sunshine. Yeah. So sweet. Um, and I will say this, that, um, I get to hang out with you in November. I get to have, I get to introduce you to my tribe. And like, isn't that so cool about doing this work is that we get to help each other's tribes. We get to raise the, the bar. We get to raise the energy. We get to raise the understanding that our people have by way of participating with each other and honoring each other. So, and you are part of my, my, you were a teacher. And that was, that was really something when I, when I first created DFM and, and really listened to the evolutions of what it needed to be. I wasn't supposed to teach it by myself. It's not coming from me. You know, I'm not giving you the answers of like, this is presence. Like I'm opening doors and I'm asking questions for you to figure out what presence is to you. And so are all these other guest teachers who have expertise and wisdom and and perspective that is so vastly different and so important to the conversation. And I think, you know, as women, sisterhood and tribe is the most sacred thing that you could cultivate. And it's not about making business contacts. It's not about like, oh, if I have her here, it's going to grow my following. Like, right. it's not about that. No. It's about deep, rich relationships with people that you truly love, you truly respect, you truly value, mm-hmm. and you want other people to see them. It's not about competition. It's the exact opposite. Yes, it's exactly. When I support you and serve you and help you to grow, 
I grow too. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and really living in, in that abundance. Right. Well, and that's what it is. And when we, when we can see and love those gifts that we all have, and then we can say, you know what? She does that in just this magical, sparkly way. And I yeah. want my people to feel it her exact way. That, yeah. is, that is abundance right there because you are recognizing, first of all, you're showing gratitude that it's in your life. And then you are willing to serve other people with it because magic right. spreading is magic spreading. Right. And it's just so powerful. So Meg is going to be coming to um, my mastermind retreat in November. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, it's just, that is my absolute favorite. Like being in this space with these women. And I know that my tribe, like we just want to get cozy, like give us this luscious, beautiful house to stay in for the weekend. Give us the warm mug of coffee or the, the, the glass of red wine. And let's like do the work. Let's, let's do the work. Cause we're going to talk yeah. business stuff, but we're going to friggin' go there with with all of this energy, knowing and feeling, and I'm just so excited. I'm so yeah. excited. What you've created for your tribe and the experiences that you're cultivating and, and that you're, the journey that you're bringing them on is really just helping them to connect deeper to who they are, to what, what matters most to them and, and, and how they want to live yeah. and to live that fully. So I just honor you sister for your incredible work that you're doing. Thank you. Well, I can't wait. Like ladies in the mastermind who are already committed to the retreat, like just hang on to your hats. And for those of you who want, like, this is the thing that's going to help you to say yes to the mastermind, then you and I need to get on the phone because you need to be in this room. You need to be learning from Meg and from all these incredible women who are going to be in this space with us. So that's, that's JillianBolands.com forward slash contact and then we'll just set up a call. But sister, I have one more question for you um, yeah. before we wrap here. And it's my this favorite question. so much fun, by the way. I know. Like, <laughs> I'm like, we really could keep talking for three oh hours. Is like, a podcast? I thought I you were just hanging out. Isn't that so <laughs> awesome? I, I felt so connected to just having a podcast where people felt like a fly on the wall. Like you and I yeah. were having a glass of red and just like going there with our conversation like we do. Totally. So. Um, it is, it is nine o'clock in the morning, Meg's time right now. So we're both sipping on water friends. But, I, mean, you know, PJs, you guys, yes, so exactly. I showered today. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a big morning over here. But I, it's, it's noon my time. So there's oh, <laughs> anyway, I, I digress. Meg in this moment right now, mm. and this is su- such a beautiful question for all that you talked about, especially with the word presence. What are you grateful for? In this moment right now, I am grateful for you. And I don't mean that to be, because that's like a nice answer. I truly am grateful for the relationship that we've cultivated. I'm so grateful for, I just remember at, at Summit, you know, when I was doing a really vulnerable performance and it, it was, I was dancing and moving through grief. So it was, it was, it was intense. And I just remember looking at you Mm. and I remember your eyes just smiling and encouraging me and pouring so much love into me Mm. and just the gratitude that I had for you in that moment and the gratitude I have for you in this moment and, and how beautiful and sacred this connection is that, you know, it's, it's like, wow, there is so much love Mm -hmm. 
you There's know, so much that love. we can, that we can find in these relationships. Yeah. And, and I'm, and I'm grateful that you're willing and open to like dive in into these topics and dive into life and, and expand your, your love bubble yeah. with me. And yeah. it's, it's truly an honor. Thank you. Oh my gosh. And all of that, I reflect back to you and, um, and I'm just so grateful. Yeah. I mean, I was just thinking about it. We've not even known each other for a year, but of course yeah. our souls have known each other for many, many, many lifetimes. Yeah. We've been That's, doing this a few times. Yeah. We, we've done the dance. <laughs> so, and I'm so grateful because it's like, Oh, found you. We found yeah. you. Okay. There you are. Awesome. Yeah. And now we get to go there and it's just, that's an invitation to our listeners that that's available to you too. Yeah. Yeah. It's having the openness and it's having the desire for love, the desire to know yourself deeper, because as I know myself deeper, I'm, I'm willing to allow other people to know me deeper. Yeah. And that's how I feel about you. And I want to know you deeper. And it's just such a beautiful circle. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Friends. Okay. I will put all of um, Megan's contact information right in the show notes for you. And like, seriously, if you need a burst of that energetic, beautiful divine energy in your life, like please connect with her, please reach out and just love on her because you will receive that. And again, the cycle will be completed for you. Um, and until next time, you guys have a very good morning. Thank you for listening to this episode of Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. I'm so grateful to you, to your energy, and to the dreams that you have. Friends, if you are ready to start really learning how to manage your time in a way that feels so good to you, not that forceful expectation, but more of that flow, more of that transformational opportunity, then head to jillianbolands.com forward slash free gift. And I will send you my transformational time management tool. It is a brilliant workbook that I've put together. Don't worry. There are lists in there. There are check boxes in there, but I'm also going to teach you that you are worthy of the time that you create for yourself. Head to jillianbolands.com forward slash free gift. And again, thank you for listening to this episode and for sharing it with a friend, liking it and giving it a comment in iTunes. It means the world to me. And I wish you a transformational good morning.